I don't know why I put my friggin' headphones on. I don't know either. Hi, whoever's watching. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you got your speakers on? I do. Because I can't hear it. I'm trying to pop out chat for D-Live. Trying is the optimal word. Right. There we go. Now where to put it on my screen? There we go. Hello, Jacob. How are you? Jacob, how you doing? Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. <laughs> Whichever one it may be in your neck of the woods. That's right. How you doing, hon? My camera got... I don't want to move it too much because I don't... Oh, there we go. Hey, Hi, Zach. Zach. How you doing, hon? It's good to see you. Doing good. Get that over there. Move everything around on my screen. Patrick! Hey, Patrick, how are you? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everyone. Painting, nice. Nice. Nothing wrong with that. Not lead paint, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good, good to hear that. Wow, YouTube is lagging hard. Yeah, it is. Wowzer. Oh, are you getting hit by that storm, Jacob? I heard about that. Where's Jacob from? I believe he's East Coast. I think he's one of the ones. Either that or he's Texas. I know Texas is getting a hell of a storm, too. Where are you from, Jacob? <laughs> you say everything Texas is, yep, East Coast. New, I know New York's getting pounded. Oh, he's Kentucky, okay. That's still East Coast. Close to the in, East Coast. In our minds. <laughs> Closer to the East Coast. But damn, be safe, hon, be safe. Um, Batavia, our buddy uh, Brandon posted a couple of pictures, and they're, they're getting friggin' slaughtered. Really? I, I didn't get a chance to look at Facebook or anything to see how everybody's doing. Um, but yeah, East Coast is getting pounded too. That I do know. Patrick's gonna get the snowstorm tonight or tom and tomorrow. I wonder if they're gonna catch the one we had where it snowed here for 24 straight hours. Well, that's just normal. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Will you be safe too, Patrick? Stay indoors, don't walk what you have to. That's right. Oh, that's cool, Jacob. That's very cool. Ice storms are crazy. Ice storms are wicked crazy. I mean, snowstorms too, but yeah. I wonder what an ice storm here would be like. 
it's constant. Every night is like an ice storm now. I mean, when it freezes, like it snows yeah, and freezes not, overnight. Yeah, but that's not what an ice storm is. No, I know that. And living in a fishbowl, you're like somebody throwing a handful of darts at you. Right. <laughs> Um, the major ice storm that we had in New York when I, I was 16, I remember because I wasn't in New York, I was in Florida. <laughs> but I remember my sister Elaine calling my sister and Helen where we were in Florida going, we have no electric, no nothing. It's an ice storm. Okay, cool, Jacob. I will definitely look for them. Definitely look for them. I kind of figured you were talking about your paintings. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know. Hope you all are doing well. Oh, I should probably send out my tweets. What's today? Monday, right? Yep. Monday and Monday. Oh, yeah, Patrick. I know. I, I was born and raised in Pennsylvania. I know all about ice storms. Yep. It was the same um, when we had the storm in New York. Seems how I only live, what, 10 minutes from Lake Erie? <laughs> right, yeah. See, and where I lived in New York, it was, we had, excuse me, um, Lake Ontario and Lake Erie. And, not Ontario. Was it Ontario? Yeah, Charlotte Beach, yeah. Um, and we lived like in the V of it. So when we got, um, what do they call it? Lake Effect Snow. We got hit with both Lake Ontario and Lake Erie. So it was, it was fun. And uh, being in Erie where I lived, we'd always catch a... We catch everything coming across from Canada. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Hi, Nicole. Her over there spreading her SpongeBob SpongeBob love. <laughs> the only thing that I don't like about this chat is it's so tiny you can't really tell what it is. I know. I'm wondering if I can download the restream chat on your computer and just sign in with my name. And that way you'd have the chat up on the screen like I do. I mean, I've got chat up here. But come here for a minute, real quick. And I'll show you what I mean. See, I have YouTube, I have DLive, and then I have Restream. Yeah, yours is so much bigger than mine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe I'll try to download the chat and just sign right. in. So you'll mine, have one too. Mine's like yeah. a speck of dirt on, on my screen. Sorry, guys. getting a little technical. Makes me want to read your there to wipe it off. <laughs> How's you, Nicole? But then again, what she fails to tell you is she's got a 27-inch monitor. Nothing you only think like you do. We get almost every first storm from the continent before it hits Europe. Yep, that's you, true. Yeah, you get all the nor'easters. <laughs> oh my God, Andy. We're talking about computer monitors here. Hi, Andy. <laughs> Besides that, how the hell would you know? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Nicole. 
I won't yell into the mic. If that helps. Does that help? Then I feel like you can't hear me. <laughs> I'll have to put my headphones back on just so I can. <laughs> oh, and thanks for yesterday, Andy. We had a pretty good show. Uh, 70 views. With your guys' faces up there, you sell it. <laughs> well, they can believe whatever the hell they want to believe. <laughs> right? I hope everybody's doing well today, though. Hello, Freaky Geek. Welcome, welcome. There's Freaky. Oh, I forgot that. Yes, it was fun, lady. Yeah, we had a, usually have a pretty good time. Yeah. Um, I forgot to tell them. Uh, Remember when we were talking about if I hit 200 subs, hey, Scoop. that I'm going to dress up as a female and I'm going to go to my store and walk around by tampons and that. Well, Saturday night, Sunday morning while I'm at work, a co-worker comes up to me and he says, so you don't you, you don't want to get kicked in the nuts, huh? And I just kind of looked at him for a minute like, I said, no. And then it dawned on me, he goes, I've seen your show. I'm like, son of a bitch. How many people now that I work with know my show? <laughs> right. <laughs> Did quite well out of that one, Eddie. Nice one, mate. Hey, you helped me and the co-host, man. Absolutely. You, uh, you, all you guys make streams rocking. You really do. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. You guys are just phenomenal. No, 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 no. No, dressing up as a female just means makeup. Yeah, well, here we go again. <laughs> I'm not wearing a dress. I'm not wearing a mini skirt. I'm not wearing you thongs or tea backs. <laughs> you don't have a dress, though. I don't have a dress. That's true. So, ha, screw y'all. I don't have a skirt, nothing. Cause, it's Alaska. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no skin exposed. <laughs> and he's adding that man. He's like, right. I'm not bad till I start chatting. <laughs> <laughs> I will dress. You better dress. With a t-shirt and a pair of pants and sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. They'll know. I'm telling you. I'm going to. I'm going to. No, I was smart. No, I already started telling them at work. Right. Well, I'm going to put on fake eyelashes. Nope. That ain't. It's ain't, the magnetic ain't. ones. It's not glue. They'll come off. We wear pants underneath the skirts up here. Yeah, no, you wear thermals and sweatpants underneath it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go get bent, Andy. <laughs> Nicole, come on, guys, give Eddie 200 subs before the end of Saturday, his time, yeah, I'll, and he'll I'll, be become a drag queen with big boobies live. You know, i got to figure out how to do that, though. I know. How to stream it live from my phone so it can actually be airing on my channel while I'm doing it. Oh, we can do oh, You don't have time. Well, we can fix that after the show. Well, that's true. Is that a hint? You think? <laughs> Because I'm out of beer, too. He's, yeah, see. <laughs> <laughs> There's always an objective to it. <laughs> I, got, I got my 
the last stimulus check in the mail. <laughs> so he he's trying to bribe me. He's like, if we go cash your check, I'll get we'll go get Chinese. I'm like, that's just wrong. <laughs> no, she told me to shut up because she was thinking about it last night. I know. <laughs> Got some super glue. You can put those eyelashes on there. Yeah. Gorilla glue. It's the new gorilla uh, gorilla glue challenge. Yeah. Try to get these bitches off. <laughs> right. I'm not girly, Skook, so I don't. You know. I mean, I have nice shirts and everything, nice blouses. Yeah. Well, it's it's pretty friggin' cold here. But I don't. Um. And I have my yoga pants. Oh, that's not. I asked you if you had your speakers on. I do have my. Then why couldn't I? I just realized, yeah, oh, because it's not plugged in. Well, then they're not on. Technical difficulties, guys. Hold on one second. Where is the other fucking starter? Okay, try that again. Well, make her spin her moon cookies. Oh, I know, right? Hey, pickles. Hey, Pickles, how you doing? Don't mind me. Pretty sure the hi, hi, hey, hun, was it you, I hope. <laughs> Let's see. I don't have enough currency. God, I got to give myself money. Oh, thank you, Nicole. And nothing. It hasn't even Oh, uh, what the there it is. There it is. It's, they're plugged in. Holy crap. Watch your ears, everybody. <laughs> I'm like, well, the lights were on. That's why. I turned the speakers on. The lights were on. Because I have... You got two two separate plug systems? Yeah. One's for the lights and one's for the oh, actual... Sound. So, the lights were on. <laughs> Nicole, you're the best. But uh, so the lights were on, so I was thinking it was on. And then, and then when it did play, I was like, I could hear it, but it, it, it I dawned heard, on me yeah, I heard it that I was hearing headphones. it through my headphones. <laughs> Nicole's awake. I heard what the WTF. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. So shall we get started? Shall we get started? Well, I'm guessing so, it seems how uh, somebody asked earlier what kind of paranormal you're talking about today. Well, yeah. Well. Lights were on, but nobody was home, Scooch. Hey, you should, you're regular in this chat. You should already know that that's always happening. <laughs> Nicole thinks I eat your moon cookies. And that's funny because I just got done eating chips of oyster. Yeah, he did. He did, Nicole. He did. Do you see how it is? And I'm drinking her Pepsi. Yeah. Because I'm out of beer. It's, it's, what? Thank you for the view, Giggle Pickles. Wow, Pickles, thank you. Thank you so much. She's hosting. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Finish this sentence. Laugh out loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> no, we're not going to go that road on the show. No, no. <laughs> um, so, yeah, on the first half of the show, we're talking about how a body was found in a freezer. Thank you, Lindsay and John Paranormal with the host. Thank you. You guys are awesome. 
Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, we're going to talk about uh, about how a body was found. What do you think you're going out to investigate the paranormal? You you really don't think about finding bodies in the freezer. Well, this happened at a haunted old haunted house. Okay, Lens. <laughs> I am doing good. I yeah. think Eddie's doing Just good. Just call her Lens. <laughs> God, <damn> it. <laughs> We're doing good. How you doing? How do I Welcome. host the host? Who asked that? Nicole, don't you have to have your own uh Yeah, you channel? have to channel. you have to have your own you have to channel. You have to channel this channel. That could be scary, don't do that. Yes. No. <laughs> How can they never find a freezer hidden inside of a body? I don't know, that's a good question. Now it's gonna happen because you manifested it, freaky geek. See, <laughs> that's no. going to be my my story next week. <laughs> yeah, in old fridges. Yeah, bodies have been found in there too. But can you imagine going investigating somewhere and opening up, you know, stuff, just seeing what's around and stuff? Well, it's like some of the because uh, I, I like watching a lot of the uh, abandoned storage units that they get bought in that, and, and they'll fool you because one of them says we found a body in ours. Right. They did. A cremated body. Oh. In an urn. But right. they make it sound like they found a they body. body, yeah. Um, Mo, if you're in a room, thank you so much for sharing out the stream. Yeah, D-Live affiliate. You have to be an affiliate to be able to host. Hey, Scott. Hey, Scott. I didn't see him come in, but... Yeah, that would screw up a really good investigation, Patrick. That really would. And then well, we're going to talk about 13 university-sanctioned paranormal research projects. And then we're talking about the lady in red, captured in a video at the haunted Astley Castle. Then we'll be looking into the haunted St. James Hotel and its evil room 18 and get ready for a bizarre story the disappearance of 3,000, 3,000. Thank you for the ice cream, Thank Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. And welcome, Jennifer Lee. Jennifer Lee, welcome. How you doing? How does someone live with a belligerent alcoholic? Now, is this a rhetorical question or is this serious? Right, yeah. Because <laughs> it could be a, a setup for a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you never know with this chat. Coffee. Um, the bizarre story of 3,000 Nanking soldiers in 1939 and the mysterious di disappearance, if we have time, of Ruth Baumgartner. Hey, Mo. Uh, I had to change them, Nicole. Hey, Mo, thanks for sharing out the stream, hon. Who just shot us a diamond? Nicole did. <coughs> she said, dance, dance, dance. I had to change it. I will get... Ones that I can play that I'll, so we'll dance. But I did have to change it right now because it was just so hard to go through, you know, all the, um, all the copyright claims and mute out everything. <laughs> so, we'll definitely get the soundtrack back. We're just waiting, if that makes sense. She's like, dance, dance, dance. <laughs> I 
Oh, you have to join them. It was a joke. Okay. <laughs> Eddie, you at 200 yet? Nope. 185. <laughs> All the makeup's in the bathroom. Don't worry, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's what we're going to be talking about. Sorry, guys. I'm not. I'm, I'm awake. Just haven't had enough coffee yet. <laughs> so that's what's going to be talked about on the show today. Guys, remember, if you want me to talk about anything, not anything. I, that's the wrong thing to ask. Yep. Especially with the group of people that are in the room yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> If you have a story idea for me to talk about, hush up, Andy. That could still be said the wrong way. I know. Um, send me an email or send me, you know, get a hold of me on, on any one of my social medias. They're all, it should be down in the bottom in the description. Where is that? It's on YouTube, then. Oh. <laughs> I'm doing good, Mo. How you doing? So first, like I said, body found in freezer at Old Haunted, Haunted House. Police in South Carolina are investigating after a body was found in a group of, by a group of amateur ghost hunters. According to the reports, a group of eight youths had gone into the abandoned house in the town of Norway, Orangeburg County, on Sunday to search of evidence of paranormal activity. They found more than that when, and more than they bargained for. However, when they opened up an old freezer, they discovered a badly decomposing body wearing blue jeans and socks. Deputies from the local sheriff's department confirmed that a body had indeed been found. An investigation is now underway to determine who the person is and how they died. However, the advanced state of decomposition has made this, challenge, made this a challenging task. You talk about the true definition of a haunted house. Right? <laughs> this process will take some time as we uh, investigate this case to ensure proper closure and positive, positive re results, the coroner stated. The mystery has since deepened even further still after it was reported that the house in question had burned to the ground on Tuesday, leaving nothing but smoldering ruin. It's unclear that's what started the fire or who may be responsible for it. That's pretty messed up. Good to hear, Mo. Good to hear. Yeah, right, Scoop. Honest mistake. <laughs> Excuse me. Right, Patrick? Yeah, I mean, I couldn't imagine any. These people are probably scarred for life. I know I would. I would probably deter from going to like abandoned houses or anything like that i would i that's just me after finding something like that yeah that would so not be cool <laughs> <laughs> hey shimmer how are you welcome welcome it is creepy i couldn't imagine i couldn't imagine you know you're already you know in that state of mind that you're you know hunting ghosts hi shimmer and so, you know, you could be creeped out if anything's happened before that. And then you sit there and you find that. Yeah. 
So not cool. <laughs> so not cool. <laughs> Especially since it had still had blue jeans and socks on. That makes it even, I think that makes it even creepier. Well, yeah. I mean, it's creepy as it is. But, there's something, you know, just, I don't know, having clothes on. And he said, I identified my neighbor's body after he had been dead something like six to eight months. Looked like a mummy without bandages. Yeah, I can understand that. I can see that. Freaky geek, if you're not expecting to find bodies in a fridge or freezer, what do you expect to see when you open them up? That's true. That's true. I mean, did you, is your mind all, all, already <laughs> like, oh, there's going to be a... I mean, there's... Can you imagine just joking around about that? No. <laughs> it's just our minds, Freaky. <laughs> True, Patrick. Patrick said, being a former military police officer, I don't think it would affect me much. Yeah, because you used to those scenes and everything. But, I mean, you, <laughs> there's going to be a body in here and you open it up and there is. You don't, you know. Shimmer says, I, I would love to to explore abandoned places, but I'm, I'm fearful of squatters and now dead bodies. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry that we put that fear into your head, Shimmer. <laughs> yeah, squ squatters is, is definitely a scare when you go into something like that, definitely, because you don't know how they're going to react. You don't know, you know, if they're just homeless or if they're druggies. You, don't, you just don't know when it comes to squatters, and it can be scary. But, yeah, now we put in our mind dead bodies, too. <laughs> well, that's true, Freaky Geek. That, that is that, true. That body could have been a squatter. For sure. I don't think they'd sleep in the freezer, though. No. <laughs> Not unless it was really hot out. And plus, don't they, all freezers and fridge have that thing now where you can get out of them since the we had that whole big thing in the 70s? Um, I, I don't think that qualifies in, in uh, a household refrigerator. I think that's just kind of like commercial freezers and shit. Oh. I, oh no, we got we still have to take out take out freezer door or refrigerator doors. The refrigerator doors, yes. Well, that's only because of infants that or young kids that ain't strong enough to be able to push it. Yeah, yeah. It's always the live ones that are scary. Yes, Patrick. That's why I love the spirit world. I'm not worried. I'm not afraid of the spirit world, but it's the humans that I'm scared of. My brother and mom used to do some exploring abandoned only during the day, basically just grouching. Yeah. Until you come across that <laughs> a dead body. Boomer, how you doing? Hey, Boomer, how you doing, hon? Welcome, welcome. Freaky said, hid in the freezer to hide from ghosts and somehow froze. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> just a magnet. Boomer, you're, you're just insane. I mean, that's all there is to it. <laughs> In my neighborhood, I look for dead bodies wherever I go out. See? That's, that's because Boomer's a New Yorker. We're all a little nuts. <laughs> We're just, you have to be that way to live in New York. <laughs> maybe, I've, maybe I've been out of New York too long now. <laughs> oh, sticker removed. What, what sticker was that? Nicole, what were you trying to do? So the next story we have is 
13 university-sanctioned paranormal research projects. And we probably heard of most of these. I'm waiting for uh, it. What the fuck? <laughs> exactly. So we should say, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right Mo. Mo. Hurry back. So since the existence of paranormal phenomena is one of those things you're usually either hardly in it for or you're against it. In case you're on the fence about the subject, here's a list of 13 of the most prominent universities sanctioned and unsanctioned odysseys into the paranormal research and what they found. The Mooner sticker? Oh, no. Ron is going to be mad. Oh, there's a lot of them. What is going on with D-Live? Oh, no. I'm going to have to figure that out because we got it. Ron is going to be upset. His Mooner sticker is gone. Maybe it'll be a channel sticker. I don't know how to do those, but we'll figure it out. Okay, so in Stanford University, from 1972 to the 1980s, it has many claims to fame when it comes to paranormal research. For starters, the esteemed university can rightly assert itself as the first academic institution in the United States to study extrasensory perception, ESP, and psychokinesis, PK, on an official basis. In 1911, John Edgar Hoover, that, now some parent was thinking about that, Instead of John Edgar Hoover, it's John Edgar Hoover, <laughs> began conducting experiments into the ESP. Other claims to fame include a rigorous science exploration of the yeah, psychic abilities of the famous spoonbender, Yuri Geller. There is no spoon, it says, which was studied intensively at the affiliate Stanford Research Institute over a five-week period during the 70s. Maybe even more exciting and curious than the possibility of bending metal with one's mind was the CIA-sponsored Stargate project, which took place at Siri in the 1970s. Of course, the secret project was an effort by the CIA to explore the practical applications of remote viewing. Unfortunately, during the mid-90s, I didn't know it went on that long. Stargate project research officially ceased due to claims that the project failed to yield useful applications and intended objectives. Now, if you guys don't know what the um, Stargate project was, that's basically the movie Men Staring at Goats. That's basically... Okay, Nicole, hurry back. But word on the street that claims of of a failure over over exaggerated and the research merely continued unofficially under the popular radar but that's crazy i didn't know the stargate project was still going on in the 90s i didn't either i thought it was well i thought it ended in the early 90s i don't know that's crazy probably i imagine like all the lsd ones and that well, I mean, Watch it's back. the government, but, <laughs> so it could have been still going on, but, yeah, that's crazy. 
Duke University Parapsychology Laboratory. In 1935, Duke researchers J.B. Ryan and William McDougall uh, made the university the second in the nation to officially enter into the paranormal research. When after an exceptionally fascinating lecture by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle on the possibility of communication with the dead, the men formed the Parapsychology Laboratory as part of the university's main psychology department. Laboratory research focused mainly on the critical study of ESP and psychokinesis. To this day, Ryan is commonly accepted as the father of parapsychology, not only having coined the term with the help of his trailblazing partner, McDougall, but also for having most single-handedly established parapsychology itself as a field of scientific and academic inquiry. While the Ryan name is no longer associated with Duke University directly, J.B. Ryan's perpetrated success in the vein of paranormal inquiry lives on, lives on in the Rhine Research Center. Excuse me. I believe so, Patrick. Yeah, he asked, weren't they doing some of that in Montauk? I believe so. Freaky said, I watched a video clip yesterday and heard that mostly anybody who thinks they don't have a psychic ability are usually the strongest candidate for remote viewing. Definitely could be, Freaky Geek. I mean, not knowing... You know, you, you build up, see, to me, and this is just my opinion, of course, um, poltergeist are um, usually somebody in the household. Um, do I believe it has to do, you know, with the teenager going hormone balance, you know, unbalanced and stuff like that? I think that has a lot to do with it. Um, because I believe that's the break. It's almost like, okay, kind of like how everybody, everything's chaotic in the world right now. God, blessed chaos. Um, <laughs> um, is because a lot of people, and this is, um. Hurry back, Mo. Hurry back, Mo. Um, I believe that a lot of people are awakening right now, even though, you know, I hate that word. Um they're awakening so all this and it's not an easy thing to go through that's why we talked about it when you're awakening it's very freaking rough to go through um it's not all hippie hippie yay yay you know whatever it's just not and i think that's what's making a lot of chaotic uh feelings in the world right now so when you're you know going through the puberty it's basically going through your first awakening i believe and that's when the poltergeist comes into play, if that makes sense. So, hold on, going through puberty is your first awakening? I believe so, yes, because that hormone balance, that, or being unbalanced and stuff like that, it's kind of going through like adult awakening. <laughs> okay. Okay, Scott, hurry back. So, I mean... You know, it's kind of like what I've said before. When I get upset or frustrated with the computer or something, my electronics go wonky. It's because my energy's building and building, and I'm getting pissed and pissed. <laughs> and then when something shuts down, usually my computer, I'm like, okay, time to walk away. <laughs> you calm down. 
Oh, definitely. I mean, I don't think, I think we have a better handle on it as an adult, but at a teenager's level, I mean, think about when you're going through puberty, you don't know what the hell is going on. That's right, Patrick. Thank you for the share out, Mo. But yeah, that's right, Patrick. Well, see, I, mean, I, I don't know because it, I don't remember going through puberty. Right. I mean, the only thing I noticed was my voice got deeper. Right. You know what I mean? But in that way, well, I'm not saying every guy, but most guys, don't you guys start getting sex driven and. What, when you hit puberty? Yeah. No, I think you give you fucking afraid of sex at that point. <laughs> Okay. Until you get through the full change of puberty, <laughs> and then it's like now it's now it's like now you just want to be like a rabbit. Right. <laughs> what were your name? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole, our own energy can affect our value, right? Definitely, yes. That's true, Scroop. That is true. Progression is slower. Are we talking about progression of puberty or the progression of... Uh, Just uh, males in general. Or the progression of maturity. Because women mature faster than men. That doesn't mean that they go through puberty slower or faster than men. Right, right. That all depends on, on the body's chemistry itself. Exactly. You gotta find a thing and then sew my nads back. <laughs> oh my god, Andy. That's true, Patrick. Start liking girls when you hated them before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's crazy. So that energy, though, that manifests. And I believe that's where a lot of, I mean, again, this is just my opinion. But that's where I believe that a lot of um, poltergeist comes into play. It's like going through that awakening at a young age. Only thing women need to know about men is that we are superior. Yeah, okay. Now you know how I lost the nads. Right, Andy? <laughs> Andy's like, yep, that's exactly how I lost them. <laughs> and yes, Scoop, that's true too. She said her energy was used in helping a brother who was sick. Definitely. You know, I mean, when you have nothing to focus on, I think it, the energy is more wilder. You know what I mean? Just like anything else. Just like anything else. So number three, Princeton University. Princeton, Ener Princeton en Engineering Anomaly Research, 1979 to 2007. From 1979 to 2007, the tiny basement of Princeton's University Engineering Building was home to the Princeton Engineering Anomaly Research, or better known as PEAR, P-E-A-R, project, which aimed to determine whether there was a factual base for theories in mind-slash-matter interaction, or in layman's terms, ESP and telekinesis. While officially expressed by university administration to be an embarrassment, the program claimed success when all it was said and done. 
Over the project's 28-year run, it was determined by pair researchers that compounded data from the many trials did fact reflectly high significant statistical deviation from what could expect from chance alone. In other words, mind intelligent enough to teach a Princeton, okay, let's try that again, minds, in other words, minds intelligent enough to teach at Princeton believe that ESP and PK exist. Interesting. Interesting. I believe, yeah, I can see that, Nicole. Nicole says, but I do believe some poltergeists are spirits, but just bullies or a way to get attention. Attention. Right. I think a lot of it has to do, that could be, like that, Skook said, now, oh, it went past. Hold on a minute. I got to zoom back up. Um, where did it go? Oh, there it goes. Skook said, now, my sister, who is more unbalanced, she could upset the energies. And I think it's a little bit of both. The spirits and on energy, plus with, you know, Oh, you like my shirt? I haven't worn this in a while. It's because I hadn't found it in a while. <laughs> Even though it's right where it's been the whole time. Uh, yeah, I just, you know. Andy says, Princeton, how long before the Bleeding Hearts complain that the name is too gender specific? Yeah, right? It demand a name to something, a uh, royal chugton. <laughs> Yeah, I, I believe it could be a little bit of both. That's true. Sorry, guys. I'm like nasally today. Harvard University, 1990s to 2008. What's that? Because it's Charlton. Oh, Charlton? Yeah. I Reading it again, because you, what you said, and I'm like, huh? Because I had already read the comment once. And I'm like, all right, that's Charlton. And then you, you said it, and I'm like, did I misread that? <laughs> I, what did I say? I don't know, some Charlton or something. Oh. Okay, Harvard University. Not everyone conducts paranormal research with the hope of finding harnessing proof of its existence. Recently, a team of Harvard scientists set out to disprove the existence of ESP and even introduced a new method of research into the mix to, in order to do it. To conduct their research, the Harvard duo included use of brain scanning with the aim of deciphering whether individuals have knowledge which can, cannot be explained through normal means, aka the five senses. While researchers admit that technically the project's results do not disprove the existence of ESP, they assert the findings from their experiment provide that the most persuasive evidence to date against the existence of ESP. Professional skeptic James Randi is beaming with pride, I'm sure. <laughs> and I, I'm sure most of you, know, well, some of you know at least who James Randi is. He's a very well-known skeptic. Um, but... When it comes to uh, brain scans and that, see, I think a lot of it too is 
in our junk DNA that they don't know how to look at the DNA that's in our system that isn't being used. I think a lot of that has to do with um, our, you know, our um, abilities. I think my the way I believe is we all have abilities, not just one or two. We have them all. It's just what we choose to open up. Maybe it could be for some what they chose, their soul contract. Um, for some, it's just like they're too scared to open up this one, but this one will open. You know what I mean? That type of thing. I mean, like I said. Welcome back, Mo. Welcome back, Mo. Um, with all that, I think everybody has every ability that everybody else has. Do you think one reason that some people don't open up or can't open up is because they don't fully believe that it's possible? True. True. A lot of, and we've talked about that before. A lot of it has Hi, to Heather. do. Hey, Heather. Hey, Ron. Hey, Ron. Uh oh. I know. I we figured that Ron noticed his mooning guy is gone. <laughs> I didn't do it. D Live did it. I'll figure. I'll try to figure it out, Ron, and, and get you your moon buddy back. Cause we know how important that is. <laughs> I will definitely look into it, Ron. I said that too when. Who tried to use it, Nicole? Yeah. Yeah, Nicole tried to use it. The moon has been fired. <laughs> um. When uh, Nicole tried to use it, I asked which one it was, and she told me, and I was like, uh-oh, Ron's going to be mad. That's right. It is important, Ron. <laughs> After all, you guys are my mooners. Mulan! Mulan! Hi, honey. How you doing? So, yeah, what I was, what, what, what was I saying? We were talking about opening up and stuff. Oh, yes. I believe everybody has every capable ability that there is. It's just believing in yourself and putting intent forward. I mean, it's, if you don't believe in something, you know, it's kind of like my favorite movie in the world. You guys know, most of you know anyway. Is probably Hi, Joy. Hey, Joy. How you doing, hon? Um, It's Practical Magic. And it's kind of like that saying that they have in there where you can't do magic and look your nose down look down at it how does this look down your nose at it yeah so i had it right the first time i just kept should have kept going but um you know or when she's talking about him and his badge the symbol of the star she's like you can't really stop criminals in your tracks but because you believe in the star that happens it's the intent, and you have to really believe that you're able to do something. Kind of like if you want to go back to Bible times, who was the guy that could walk on water, that walked on water? Jesus. Now, I, no, I know Jesus did, <laughs> but I mean the guy that... I can't, it was a fisherman, I can't remember his name, no. Yeah, how he walked on water because he was looking in Jesus' eyes. While he was looking in Jesus... What was that? Oh. Oh. While he was looking in Jesus' eyes, he really believed he could walk on water, so he did for a little bit until he looked away from Jesus, and then he fell in. Hey, Shrimp Shack, how are you? It could have been freaky. I'm not a Bible person, so I don't know. That's why I asked him. <laughs> 
but having oh that was you andy it was andy freaky <laughs> but yeah i mean it's all in the belief system it's all what you think you can do and not really think what you can do with know that you can do it I don't know, Freaky, that could be, I don't think so, though. Well, it could be. Either way, his intent was he really believed because he was told by Jesus he could walk on water, and he did walk on water. He took a couple steps. Oh, no, Ron. That's not good. I know, you guys are getting... You guys are getting slammed with that storm. Be safe out there. Anybody in the storm's path, please very be careful. Be very careful. See, not only do I, you know, have, um, wow, I can't even think of what that's called. Anyway, but it's that belief. And I think, like I said, I think a lot of it has to do with the junk, I, junk, um, DNA that we have in our body that they don't know what it's used for. I think once we open that up, it'll definitely help us with abilities. I think that's why, like, the binary, I don't know what they're called. It's the same thing, Lens, Shadows of the Moon. It's the same thing on, on YouTube. Um... I think a lot of it is uh, the binding our little beats. I have a hard time, you know, wakes that up. Sorry. The vibration, that's okay. Was it Chuck? Yeah. Okay. Um, I believe that wakes up a lot of it up. That's why I can only um, listen to it for so long. If that makes sense. I could have missed a... Okay, I will definitely look for you. I think I'm subscribed to you, but I'm not. Well, I, I believe I am in at least DLive, but I will um, check you out on, on face, er, Facebook. Oh, Thank you, Heather. YouTube. <laughs> well, apparently I missed Fred Jack. Yes, he came into the room. Thanks, Freaky. I want to make sure that uh, I didn't miss anybody. Nicole, I'm the divine one here. <laughs> Nicole said that to Andy. <laughs> you all are divine in my book. You guys are all awesome. <laughs> all right. Okay, so, I mean, and I could be wrong, but it's just the way I believe, you know? But brain scanning, isn't that what they did to, um, not to the Dalai Lama, I can't think of his name, but he went into a meditative state and his brain changed with brain, on the brainwave machine. I remember watching that. Can't think of who it was, though. Um, number five, University of Virginia, Division of Perpetual Studies, 1967 and still going to this day. 
It says, with six years of research in the area of past lives, reincarnation, already under its belt, UVA's Division of Perpetual Studies, DPS, a research unit within the Department of the Psychiatric Medicine, was established by Dr. Ian Stevenson in 1967. The division is still kicking today, holding the field for parapsychology afloat in North America as one of the only universities sanctioned paranormal research programs remaining in the U.S. DPS research has explored such phenomenon as reincarnation, most specific through its focus on children who claim to remember past lives, near-death experiences, NDEs, apparitions and after-death communications, altered states of consciousness, as well as many other psi experiences. The division credits its persistence over time with the great success it's had in sustaining claims within its reincarnation research. Now, I wonder if that's the one, like, I watch a show, I just started watching it, um, what the hell's the name of it? Something like The Afterlife, where there are stories of near-death experiences, what they experience. It's really cool how they do it, because they, they look at it from the person's point of view, and then the person that saved them, or the doctors, or whatnot. It's really cool. Welcome back, Linz, <laughs> uh, over on YouTube. Oh, chili. That sounds good, too. It does. Nice, thick chili. Yeah. Crackers. Good job, Joy. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, yeah. I know, yeah. Dipping butter and bread, uh, bread with butter in there. Oh. Well, no, you don't dip it in there. If you, you know, you load the bread up with it, you make it all into a sandwich. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, Joy. Your fault. <laughs> Gain weight just thinking about Andy it. Andy said, so if they take psychiatric medicines, it's more acceptable. But if that psychedelics, it's only the drugs. I don't know how they'd study it, Andy. Yeah, we believe you, Joy. <laughs> yeah, we're, we believe you, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Linz, no problem, hon. Thank you for stopping by. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I used to do that, Andy. I know how that feels. Yeah, it's not very fun. Now I just make myself suffer. That's why I always have milk around. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's cool that these divisions actually, I can't believe that some of these are still running today. I never realized that. So I'm glad I brought this page up and we're talking about it. So the University of Arizona, the Veritas, 2006 to 2008, and Sophia, 2008 to present research programs. The Department of Psychology in the University of Arizona is apparent to interesting and ever-evolving body of paranormal research. The Veritas and Sophia research projects at the UA were created with the primary aim of exploring the possibilities that human consciousness might survive the experience of physical death. 
From 2006 to 2008, Veritas explored survival, existence of personality beyond death, and mediumship until the decision was made to create a more comprehensive body of researching, including broader claims of after-death communication, such as communion with discarnate entities, spirit guides, angels, divine, power, divine power, higher power, under the program Sophia. So that's pretty cool that they're taking in us. Now, see, I'm trying to think. When I had my near-death experience, I didn't, I don't know if I had, I can't remember if I had, um, like, if I had the feeling of self-awareness. Do you know what I mean? Right. I mean, I know all my earthly, like, I didn't have to worry about feeding the cat, all that, that came off my shoulders. Like, that weight was gone. Of worrying about mundane human things that was gone um i knew the sense of that um everything was connected i knew at that point in stage uh everything that needed to be known how life was great i like i knew everything but when i came back down obviously that was taken from me i couldn't remember how any of that stuff but i remember the emotions that went on and it was a beautiful piece i remember that um but i can't i knew everybody was connected but i can't honestly say if i lost my sense of self i i almost want to say that i didn't but there's a good chance that i could have i don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> but interesting that they're still studying this. See, and I, the way I look at things too is, is when it comes to spirit guides, angels, all, whatever you want to call them, your higher self, I know they're there. I, you know, that's just my belief. So therefore, in my world, they are there. If somebody don't believe them they're not going to be in their world if that makes sense does that make sense mm -hmm. so if you you know say you believe in hell i don't believe in hell so i don't believe that afterwards i'm going to hell so that won't happen because i don't believe in hell losing sense of self are you talking about ego death where the personality dis disappears and all that's left is the energy of the person. Yes. I don't believe I had an ego death. At least, I mean, I wasn't dead for that long. You know what I mean? So I don't know if you, you know, that happens afterwards. Exactly, Scoop. It, her fairies are nice fairies. Exactly. So therefore, yeah. I'm Catholic, but the hell in heaven describing the Bible that I don't believe. Right, Nicole. So therefore, you know what I mean? When you pass on, you're not going to, you're going to where you think you're going. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just the way, I don't know. 
but yeah, um, Andy, yeah, ego death. I don't, I don't believe that I had ego death. Because I don't, I, it's so, it's such a weird feeling. Like I said, I know we were all connected, everything's connected, but I don't remember feeling like I'm not me. Does that make sense? One can and often do experience ego death when eating the right things like mushrooms. Right. Well, yeah, and that's... Would that kind of be like what, what Bashar was talking about? What Daryl was talking about when he met Bashar? How he, he said he became... He could see through Bashar's eyes, like their energy sucked him in well like they he became one with them yeah i mean there's a chance it, it if you like listen that. to daryl who, who thank you for the ice cream heather um when he was talking about actually meeting bashar who's if you don't know the story bashar is an alien um i forgot where bashar is from a lot of people have uh channeled bashar but Daryl's one of the ones today that channels him. Um, but he said that he met Bashar as in the life form. But he couldn't get too close because of the fact that as Bashar came closer to him, he said all of a sudden he's like, I'm looking out of my eyes, but all of a sudden I'm looking at me through his eyes. So like, would that be an ego death? I don't know. That's what it made me remind me of. Joyce said, I grew up Pentecostal and married to Christian faith, basically the same, but we believe in heaven and hell, good and bad. And see, and that's what your world will be because you that's how you believe. That's my take on things anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I grew up Episcopalian which is basically another word for Baptist. Um, but I've never, even from a young age, I never liked organized religion. So I went down like my own path. <laughs> I made my own path. Um, not that I disrespect anything, because I, I, I believe everybody believes in what they believe in, and that's what their world is going to be made of, if that means, if that makes sense. Patrick says, well, you know, a lot of the mind-altering drugs that have been around for years were used to contact the spiritual world. Exactly. Yes, definitely. Ego death for me, Andy says, has been where all my concerns, etc., are no longer there. You feel one with one and peace with various universe realms. Yes. Now, that I experienced that, Andy, when I had my near-death experience. But I'm talking about, like, Knowing that I was a person, not a person, but a, um, I was myself, not back with, like, I believe in source. So I, I was myself instead of being with source, if that makes sense, or being a part of source. I was still aware of who I was. I never put, yeah, exactly. I'm the same way, Joy. Joy said, I never push my beliefs on anyone. 
I've had that happen to me and it's not comfortable feeling. You're exactly right. People are entitled to their own beliefs. And I totally agree. Very active. With that. Hey, how you doing? Welcome. Welcome back. I, yeah, I exact, I'm the same way, Joy. And I think that's why a lot of people um, have different feelings about different things. Like, take even for something like the way I look at it is take, for instance, like the spirit box. I mean, a true spirit box, not an app. A true spirit box, okay? The ch -ch 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 part of it is the vibration, okay? So you might hear something, a word or whatnot, and I might hear something totally different. To me, it's because we, we're on the different wavelengths. We're on different vibrations. So we're supposed to hear what it's like. A spirit box is meant for a personal thing. It's not supposed to be like, I don't know if I'm explaining that right. It's not supposed to be like a, a um, I mean, I, I could be wrong. I'd have to go look at Frank's, what he, when he, you know, he's the one that made spirit boxes, Frank's box, but um, his definition. But to me, it's more of a personal thing. Like if I want to talk to the spirits that are in my life, I would use it. If Eddie wants to talk to the spirits in his life, he would use it. It's not for like a whole big yeah, group of people. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yes, he was involved with a purple alien. Yes, he was. Awesome. Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> That's why he was started making like, a, he thought that one, at least the one, was um, for aliens. I have a spirit box and I've had it for years and I'm scared to use it all. No, I, don't, I, I don't think political beliefs have anything to do with being happy with a life partner or anything. Oh, believe me, I mean, we, me and Eddie, well, he knows not, I don't like talking about politics, so he, you know, I believe with different pol political can be happy with each other, definitely. There's a lot of things that me and Eddie, that's why we have such great discussions, right? Mm -hmm. Because we believe in different ways. And we don't try to make each other understand our point of view. You know, we explain how we see something, and it doesn't mean necessarily mean you're going to be like, oh, you know. Yeah, exactly. And it's a, you know, especially with our attitudes, we're not bowing over to each other. <laughs> we, we, we stay away from bowing over to each other. <laughs> yeah, you're not winning this one. <laughs> Exactly. You can agree to disagree. Exactly. We're allowed to do that. <laughs> I'll take Tiami. I love her to death. <laughs> Scott says, who wants a child already house trained? If she was already house trained, you wouldn't have to keep getting off the computer to go take care of her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it makes for good discussions. I don't know how many times me and Eddie have sat down for coffee in the morning, although he don't drink coffee anymore. I do every now and then. 
Um, <laughs> when I feel like my, I, I need my stomach coated in tar, I'll have a cup. <laughs> but we've had many of great discussions, and a lot of times he's like, why are we not recording this? Because we do. But the minute we hit the record button, it's like the, the, uh, the intensity. It's, it's not ah, uh, but it's the intensity and the understanding of the conversation just ain't there Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Nicole, there are people that think that the gifts are from the devil, yes. And, I mean, that's their belief. So they'll never be open enough to accept it and love the gifts that you get. I'm sorry if I'm missing chat. You guys are, woo! <laughs> but I love it. I love it that you guys are so involved. This is what I live for. Yeah. Well, when it comes to politics, we just stay away from that. I mean, he'll let me know certain things. If I, if I will, I'll say something. If, if I know it's not going to bewilder you or, or get you, like, Frustrated, yeah. Right okay, right, Andy. Even Satan was an angel once, more than any of us can claim to be. That's so true. Oh, thank you, Active. Thank you so much. That means a lot. It really does. Nicole, but the same friend did ask me to give him connection with loved ones. Well, Scoots, I don't know if the universe has a great sense of humor. It's damn sure a fucked up one. Right? <laughs> She's on her way, Missy. Okay, Scott. Works for me. I'm not saying, you know, go towards Satan, but with that statement, I'm totally not. Believe me. But, um, but Andy, it's right, you know? Like I said, it goes back to that person that was channeling something and I not, and don't get me wrong there are some channels that I don't just I don't believe that they're real just like anybody you know you go to watch somebody and you're like eh, you know but the way she was coming through and supposedly being Lilith that one statement sticks with me when she asked about Lilith and if she was a demon if she was a bit you know Bad spirit, and she goes, I have to live with what you people give me the story to live by. Yep. And that right. stuck with me. Sorry, Andy, but it's not our child. <laughs> Told you Missy was going to little feet. Yeah, I believe so, Active. I mean, I there's some, though, that get you, but that that one statement has always stuck with me. That we give these people, you know, these gods, goddesses, whatever you want to call them, stories. And they have to live them out because we get tulpas, in other words. We create them. It's kind of like the never-ending story. In my eyes. That's how I believe. If I watch a show and something happens every episode. Right. Exactly, Freaky Geek. If I watch a show and something happens every episode, I have to wonder how real that is. Now, mind you, excuse me, some only do uh, where they show what happens. I mean, a lot of people that watch Paranormal, they wouldn't believe how actually boring it is. <laughs> or it can be, you know. Par uh, Patrick said... It 
all abilities were given to us, only Satan and them. the prophets in the Bible would not be from God. Right. The old ways of mediumship is thus. I can tend to believe that, or I agree with that, I mean. Definitely. <laughs> oh no, what are they? Because when Andy made the comment about the pillar guy to repeat, and I said, well, it's not our child. Scott says it is now. I just signed the papers. And <laughs> Andy says you can write something other than X now, Scott. Well done. <laughs> oh, my God. The immortal. Uh, the immortal. Immortal. That was my note to you this morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the immortality. I will check that out, Andy. Awesome. Thank you. I love when you guys give me ideas. The classic one where they all jump in the big way. Of light. Yeah. I mean, I I look at everything. Like, I believe, kind of like, you know, with myths. How it's got to start from somewhere. When... Shut up, Freaky Geek. Oh, I just read his thing about the song that never ends. That's going to be in my mind all day today. <laughs> Asshole. That's why I didn't say Where somebody's belief came from somewhere. Do you know what I mean? That's why I love you guys coming in and expressing your thoughts and views. Because something might trigger and go, hmm. And I grab my heart because that's where I, like... If I, um, if it resonates with me, that's where I'll feel it. So that'll make me look into something else. And it might change my beliefs wholeheartedly or just at least a certain part of it. Does that make sense? That's why I like talking to you guys and I like picking your brains and, you know. Let me see. Sorry, guys, if I miss any of your comments. Right, active, the fake channels, yeah. Hey, while you're at it, can you check to see if my Facebook, my Shadows of the Moons is going, my live stream? How what do I do that? Just go to Facebook and see if... I gotta go to your wall, right? Or you can just search Shadows of the Moon with my moon face. Not the boutique when, shop. Nicole says, when talking to Andy, his views on things make me rethink, which I like. Yes. It might be. And otherwise, it's a learning thing every day. Definitely. Can pick you up. Won't find much ink green and moldy in my head. <laughs> you guys are awesome. I totally love you guys. I really do. I love your thoughts, your your way of thinking on things. It does. It makes me think, too, and I love that. I'm confused on what the hell I'm looking for, honey. Okay, don't worry about it then, honey. Number seven. The University of California, Los Angeles, 1968 to 1978. Remember that based on actual events movie in 1982 called The Entity? Well, here you go. Over a 10-year period, UCLA's narrow 
Psychiatric Institute, NPI, was home to a non-sanctioned entity of a paranormal research that studied clairvoyance, telepathy, haunted houses, curling photography, and even boasted a side development group, 1971 to 1980, which sought to help normal people develop latent psychic abilities. The lab operated on the fifth floor of what is now known as the Semmel Institute and in, existed by effort of a small group of passionate volunteer researchers, including Dr. Barry Tapp and Carrie Gaynor, the very team who conducted the real-life poltergeist investigation on which the entity was based. After a little over 10 years of research, the toll of political tension and pressure from unapproving university administration, overgoing media attention got the best of the project, and the research was forced to conclude abruptly. Today, the lab itself is the ghost of sorts. UCLA and Seminole Institute officials denied that the lab even ever existed. Other than a few flyers advertising the parapsychology classes, which, thank you for the limon. Yep, that's a limon. <laughs> which were taught on campus by researchers, no evidence of the lab or its research even exists. Oh, awesome, Ron. Thank you. Ron checked it out. He's on Facebook. Brittany says he can't find anything on Facebook. No live on Facebook. Ron, is it in my page or is it in my group? Hopefully I set up the right one. <laughs> Thank you, Ron, for checking that out. Thank you, Nicole, for the moan. Oh, yeah, I mean, it'll drive you mad. Thinking about this stuff will definitely drive you mad. I'm not going to lie. It's on my page? Okay. It's on the Shadows of the Moon page, freaky. No problem, Scott. Take care. Thanks for coming in. Have a good one, Scott. Are they trying to claim that the university level study, there was no paper published, et cetera, during 10 years of research? Either they're lying or wasted a ton of money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what they said, that they wiped the whole thing out. They covered it up like the government. There was SRI, Stanford Research Institute, that developed remote viewing and CRV coordinated remote viewing. A guy called Ingo Swan trained them during the 1980s Cold War situation between the USSR and USSR. Are you talking about, yeah, I think I read that earlier about the um, men who stare at goats. I remember I was talking about that. Could be a different one now. But yeah, I I mean, I wonder if like UCLA, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I brought that up earlier about that. That's what I, you know, what I remember. <laughs> Definitely interesting to cover it up. They made a joke about it to cover it up. Oh yeah, Definitely. Well, that's the thing. Who wants to know? That's why I'm surprised some of these some of these dates, and of course this will be 
well actually here I'll put it in the chat now um the link to this but all the links will be down in the description should be down in the description to this there we go um I'm surprised a lot of these ended further into you know like the 2000s and that because I thought they were all done like back in the 80s and you know what I mean to hear some of them are still running okay to know that some of them are still going or or at least stopped like long after I thought they had stopped yes Patrick US or US Remote viewing is a big thing with the U.S., Russia, and China. Yeah, China is definitely, even now, is getting more and more into stuff like that, I found. Um, Cornell University is number eight, 2002 to 2010. In 2010, Cornell University's Daryl Bem concluded a rigorous eight-year study on the subject of precon precognition, which involved a thousand Cornell undergrads over nine experimental runs and resulted in unprecedented, almost yeah, positive results. <laughs> My mouth was just not going to say that. Through a unique backwards approach to psychological phenomenon, Bem's experiment affirms that the likelihood of retroactive P PSI effects, or in this case, the ability of persons psychological to predict an upcoming event, regardless of the individual's conscious awareness of its impeding occurrence. As that wasn't wild and exciting enough, Bem's findings seems to be reaffirming theories within quantum physics. In total, an overwhelming eight of Bem's nine experiments confirmed his hypothesis that psi is a real phenomenon. And according to Bem, the odds of getting such a combined result due to the chance or statistical flukes are one in 74 billion. I mean, what if it is U.S. is a big thing with the psych community? Well, well, freaky. I mean, we're all supposed to be projected here onto Earth. Thank you for the ice creams, Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. Um, so, you know. Thank you so much, and I appreciate that. We appreciate that. God forbid I don't include him. No. <laughs> I was trying to collect you. <laughs> Thank you, Nicole, for the ice cream. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's crazy that, uh, to me, I don't know. Maybe it's because, you know, back in the day it was so hush-hush and so covered up and everything. It's wild to me that the... Um, it's wild that this stuff is still going on in some cases. You're the best. Thank you, Nicole. You rock. Um, it really does 
because it was so hush hush that it was you didn't talk about it. And but that's what happens. That's what I'm saying. Even with like when it comes to UFOs and everything like that is so hush hush that still people are scared to talk about it today. Paranormal still I mean, there's still some people that are nervous about talking about paranormal and seeing spirits and that. Um, aliens is still and UFOs is still the stigma the stigma with it. It's just it's crazy to me. That's why I always, you know, my chats are always protected and, and you know nobody's gonna make fun of you here. Nobody's gonna you can talk about whatever you wanna talk about when it comes to what it, you know, we're talking about and that and never be afraid of judgment because that's not what this channel's about at all. Never has been. Never has been, never will. Guys, do you believe that September we're coming up to three years? Holy shit. <laughs> I just checked that the other day and I was like, oh my God. Um, Active says, well, you, the crazy thing is you can reverse engineer the program by using the same SciTech. No more secrets. True. Very true. But it just, it blows my mind. It blows. Thank you for the diamond, Patrick. You're the best. Thank you, Patrick. <laughs> Timus, what? Oh, Templar. <laughs> Seems longer. Thanks, Freaky Geek. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> I'm sure you might as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> the Akashic Records. And that's what happened in my astral travel, actually. Um, I went, that's what I was going to look for, is back in the day where I was really studying, um, really studying my witchcraft, really, you know, and when I astral traveled, that's what I was astral traveling to. I wanted to see the Akashic Records. Nubs! Hey, Nubs! And um, when I astral traveled up there, it was almost like my near-death experience. When I got up there, I astral traveled up above the world. Um, colors were more vibrant than ever. Now, mind you, I've only had the experiences one time. I had a near one near-death experience, one astral travel experience, and one OBE experience. And um, that I know of. <laughs> But uh, the Astro Travel, when I when I did it, I was going for the Akashic Records. I wanted to see the Akashic Records. And when I went up, I went up. I was out of the world. I was up in space. And that's when I saw the Akashic Records. There was a book on a pedestal in a bubble. I remember that. But at that point in time, when I left my body... Hey, beep, beep! Hey, beep! Uh, when I left my body... Oh, I was all-knowing. I was all-knowing. I didn't need to look at the Akashic Records, and I never did because I already knew it all. And then when I came down, I lost it all again. They never let me. No, you ain't late. You're right on time. That's right. You're on right on time, Nubs. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it's, but that's when I found out about Pleiadians, too. Um, but I didn't know what they, until it, Two years ago? Was it two years ago we lived in the camper? 
Yeah. Two years ago, I didn't know what, I mean, I knew what palladiums were, but I didn't know what they looked like. And um, after, that's when I met them, but I didn't know who they were. I don't remember talking to them. I don't remember being afraid of them or anything like that. But um, two years, or not two years, many years later, two years ago, is when I actually saw a picture of Pleiadians and going on the internet and going, how did they know what I saw in my astral travel? <laughs> you know, it really freaked me out. Um, let's see, what's they say? Going back to UFOs, I can only really see two reasons they come here. Where's some kind of biology, biology experiment? They are waiting to, for the population levels to reach a certain point and harvest. Well, the thing with is, Andy, at least from what I believe, we're a lot slower than we should be. We are a lot more... Um, oh, we're so far behind. Yeah, we're behind. The, our consciousness is way behind. I'm really, Patrick, apparently we're buffering a lot on DLive. How's YouTube and Facebook and all that? Is that okay? YouTube chat's lagging like, like crazy. Trevo, how's that doing? Am I buffering over there? Trovo, whatever, however you say it. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, not to my, I do believe in a way that we were hidden until 2012 from, hey, beep, beep, from, uh, it's buffering time. <laughs> we're hidden from the rest of the galaxy. No buffering on YouTube? Okay, good. Well, it might not be buffering on YouTube, but the chat's not even like, oh. Yeah. Um, so that's why we weren't getting visited as frequent. Now people, now aliens, I believe, are just waking up and saying, hey, oh, there's a planet over there. But that's just my take. Diva, do you have not buffering here? Um, I'm, 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 what? Where are you looking? Scoops. Hungry? Oh, she said she's hungry. I was, trying to, <laughs> I was trying to look at my screen that's further away, so I, had, I couldn't see it. Right. <laughs> Much better now? Okay, good. So, number nine... University of Edinburgh, 18, or 1985 to present. A chair of parapsychology, here we go, it's getting that time. <laughs> it's 11.30, but Missy's mouth just quit altogether. It's Monday. Yeah. A chair of parapsychology was established within the Department of Psychological, Psychology at the University of Edinburgh in 1985. This entity of research is the Costler Parapsychology Union, KPU, KPU, which prides itself on its interdisciplinary approach to parapsychology. Scientific research at KPU examines such phenomenal claims as ESP and PK, as well as the nature of 
consciousness or consequences of belief in the paranormal itself. I might have to check into this. Um, in 2010, KPU brought research into the 21st century when it used Twitter as a platform for conducting a mass participation research project in the area of remote viewing and ESP. I kind of remember this. I think I remember this. While the study itself did not conclusively show evidence for, re for remote viewing per se, it was determined that Twitter was an excellent tool for future studies conducted by the unit. Okay, I, I definitely will. We'll definitely do a show about that. Beep's having trouble on, on YouTube. Beep's having trouble on YouTube? Yeah. And then Ingo Swan. I know that name sounds familiar. I know I've either talked about that or them or Freaky. <laughs> oh dang, I see a fantastic channel. Went live an hour ago and I'm here. I'll just hide that notification for shadows of the moon and stay here instead. <laughs> Man, and gotta love that, right? <laughs> gotta love that. Just getting the information. Thank you, Active. I will definitely check that out. Um it definitely, they definitely sound familiar. Well, a lot of things aliens are interested in is our concept of soul and life after death. They have no concept of their culture. Well, see, the thing of it is, is... Never mind, I don't know. <laughs> I had a statement going to, going to go there, but it just like completely wiped out my mind. trying to think of what I was I definitely believe the aliens know how the world works or not the world but the universe works that's how they travel um oh my god freaky actually did that work he left the channel just to go visit that channel <laughs> I can see him doing that um yep <laughs> I definitely believe that they uh, understand it a lot more than we do. I believe that they're at a higher level of consciousness. I believe they live in a higher dimension. Um, it could be, you know, <laughs> that's true, Andy, the MIB, I'm telling you. That's true. I know. I active. I that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, I kind of got this thing in my brain saying, not, not right now. Um, so, you know, what are you gonna do? Uh, but I do believe that you know, yeah, they're more advanced than we than we are, definitely. Um, but because of our brains aren't there, our consciousness isn't there, our our moving forward that's okay Patrick I'm used to it I live like this um <laughs> but it's more or less like I think different ones visit us for different reasons I believe that I uh, even though mind you guys I've never had an experience although I think I've felt energies that were different than spirits 
around me or my guides or my higher self, whatever you want to call it. Um, so I believe that I have been visited, but not site-wise. Um, but energy is definitely different. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I wish I could do that. Type while you're astral traveling. That would be freaking cool. I don't know if I, I don't even think I could do that. Sometimes I want to open my life in a new tab. Yeah, that's that's how I feel sometimes. Ricky says he's so advanced he's lost. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But I mean, you know, it's it all stems back to what you believe, what you, you know. I don't think aliens are here to harm us. There might be a group of them that might be. Um, as you know, Patrick and Ron and uh, we've all talked about before, but I, it could be us coming back and looking at ourselves. How did we develop? Because we might not remember how we developed. Oh, there's a lot of possibilities. A lot of possibilities. All right, number 10. Goldsmith, apparently we're not going to get to the other stories today. But this no. has been a great freaking discussion. Yeah. That's what I love, though. I mean, that's what I love, picking out these stories and having just, I mean, it's been a great freaking discussion today. And I absolutely love it. This is what I thrive for. You guys are just simply the best. Number 10, Goldsmiths University of London. Among one of the more hip experiments taking place in current paranormal research is the mobile telepathy test being carried out by the um, APRU, the anomal, I have a hard time saying this word, anomalistic psych, my lisp is like, no, psychological research unit, APRU, of the Department of Psycho Psychological at Goldsmiths University of London. This mobile telepathy test seeks to explore ex instances of possible telepathy involving individuals receiving a phone call from someone they just had thought about. I do that. I do that all the time. I try to send out wavelengths. <laughs> Say, call me, call me, call me to see if it works. I do little tests like that all the time. There, through its research and experimentation, APRU hopes to determine whether this apparent phenomenon is simply a coincidence or possibly indicate a site phenomenon such as telepathy or precognition. I don't have Zenner cards, believe it or not. Out of all the cards that I have, I do not have Zenner cards. I have send out cards, which are these, but I do not have Zenner cards. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Believe it or not, out of all of the cards. <laughs> Is that a hint? I've never been called to buy them. Okay. I mean, Zenner cards are the ones with the little symbols on them that yeah. I give to you and you, you're supposed to send it to my head. Yeah, you're supposed to be able to see what it is. Right, yeah. 
I believe they did that to me at school one time. Not just, you know, they give me the ink blot test, the intelligent test. Yeah. You know, you go to the counselor and she's like, I'm going to show you some things. What are you? <laughs> and, and, and how were they supposed to tell? Or, or, but I remember doing Zenner cards back then in, the, in school. Ink blot doesn't prove anything because everybody's going to see something different. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying because of the fact that everybody, you live your own world and you live your own world. That would be a great test to do in your room. That's true. You could just draw it on a scrap bit of paper. <laughs> Freaking shadows, what's your phone number? I'm sure you can find it somewhere. <laughs> Several times while using DMT with a friend, we came back from the experience, so to speak, and turned out we both share the same experience. I've heard that, Andy. I've heard of people doing that. That's a great idea, Active. I'm going to write that down. That would be a great experiment. To do what? To do like a center um, experiment with people in chat. Yeah. See, we're always hip for uh, doing experiments. With chat. Yeah, that would be... You guys be up for that? Yeah, I swear to God, they did that to me at school. They gave me a Zenner test in school. That would be awesome. Would you guys be up for that? We'll have to do that one day. Also, with an ink blot, it depends on who's standing there, where looking at to see what they see. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm nervous, I'm not seeing nothing on that ink blot. Another set of cards for Eddie to buy Misty. <laughs> you. Well, yeah, you don't need your, well, I mean, you will need to type Freaky Geek, but other than that, you won't. Two sets. <laughs> Andy always need a spare one. <laughs> They're just they just love to try to make you buy cards for me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Not very nice of them, but you know. Yeah, I think it would be fun. We'll have to do that one one Monday. I'm always up for experiments. So if you guys you know the drill, if you guys think of an experiment for me and uh, Eddie to do. And even better if it involves you guys. That's that would be odd. That's awesome. So and I love uh, the thing of it too is that I think um I just had another thought and it just went bye bye. Because you got fucking Chinese on your brain. That's what it. See, he's trying to bribe me now. Do you see this? I did not try to bribe you. I just suggested that you had Chinese on your brain. Yeah. <laughs> He, I'm telling you, Freaky Geek, he's got to go on Amazon. He's Slowly catching up the shadows. It would take me years to catch up to her. <laughs> he, he's thinking about getting another duck. Hello, I'm just going to call you Taz. Is that okay? Welcome. Welcome to the stream. Thank you for stopping in. How you doing, Taz? 
That didn't pop up on the stream yard. Yeah, it did. Mm. Oh, restream on me. Um, oh, there it is, yeah. That's it. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> Good to hear. Good to hear. We like uh, hearing that people are doing well. Oh, I just didn't get that. Freaky Geek. Uh, Freaky Geek said, hello, Bear. Taz Bear UK. Huh. I didn't even see my mind don't read like that. <laughs> You're awesome, Patrick, and we appreciate you. We appreciate each and every one of you. Oh, I know. I know what I was going to say. Thank you for the Lamon. Thank you very much. Um... I was going to say that, like, having um, pre premonitions, a lot of the times we do, but we just don't follow that instinct. Right. I believe, anyway. I believe that, you know, we have that gut instinct and we just, we just don't listen to it. I, I'm number one. I'll be number first one to admit that I don't listen to my intuition all the time, like a dumbass. <laughs> So, also on the menu at APRU are studies in altered state of consciousness and hypnosis, as well as a series of recently concluded projects. Thank you so much for the follow, Taz. Jesus, God, I'm like, what the hell is that sound? Did it scare you? No, it didn't scare me, but it's like, what the hell happened? Yeah, I had to change my notification phones, because every time I'd get a notification on DLive, I'd get a copyright claim on YouTube. Not like you're going to get freaking monetized anyways. I know. Oh, I hate those movies, active Final Destination movies. I I can't, for because of that movie, I cannot, when somebody's driving in front of me with wood in their truck, in the back of the truck, I get so freaked out. <laughs> Thank you so much for the diamond, Ron. Eddie's got to get used to all the... New, new sounds. <laughs> that noise startled you? Precognition, yes. Premonition and precognition, yes. There is a difference. I know my mouth is, it's getting to the end of the show, so the more and more you watch, the more and more you'll understand. <laughs> that when it comes to the end of the show, but blah, 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 blah. Final Destination movies freak me the hell out. And make me think and watch everything and get freaked out about everything. Okay, so, include, um, as well as a series of recently concluded projects, including the joint telepathy test, which aimed to determine the possibilities of sensing. For instance, when individuals are looking at the same photo simultaneously. Number 11 is the University of Adelaide, anomalous psychic research unit. 2003 to present. I get precognition. Oh. Really? That's pretty interesting, Taz. They said I, I get precognition too, and also I prone, I'm prone to seeing others' past lives. That's very interesting. Hey, Shrimp Shack. Shrimp Shack has been here for a long time, honey. Well, yeah, I know. I know. Do you go outside from some exercise? No, it's cold outside. I will be going. Did that one pop up? It didn't pop up. What? All the stickers over on DLive are screwed up. 
I don't know if they're doing something or what. Yeah, it's got to be probably a, a, a problem with D-Live then if they're all having problems now. Ron can't play his Mooner sticker. That's pretty cool, Tess. I mean, really. Patrick, too. Shut up, Andy. Andy says, Missy, perhaps Monday you should be... I don't even know that word. Dictated? Dictated, no. To Dr. Seuss books with easier words for you. That's so wrong. Yes, I will be wrapping up. Definitely. It's chilly out there. Not like we're going for. No. But I still have to be careful because there's ice everywhere. Yes. People don't understand. when The, the whole state becomes a sheet of ice in the wintertime. Whole state. They don't use salt. They can't because moose will come down. So there's no salt on the roads. There's no, they use gravel, but that sucks. Oh, a dedicated story. story. Oh, a dedicated. See, good. I'm glad because I could just hear what the shit if I'm. <laughs> I'll start <laughs> reading Dr. Seuss on, on uh, <laughs> Mondays forever. <laughs> and he's like, I'm out. <laughs> Okay, so in 2003, I will get through this whole page, which I doubt, but anyway. In 2003, a division of dedicated research was established at the University of Adelaide in South Australia in order to further the scientific and academic study of psi phenomena. This division of the university's Department of Psychology, Psychology named, God bless America, Anomalistic Psychological Research Unit, APRU, was the brainchild of respected parapsychologist Lance Storm and his colleague, Dr. Michael Salbu. One of APRU's interesting venue, ventures into the paranormal seeks to scientifically test the hypothesis that the blind are able to compensate for deficits in sight by naturally developing sight abilities that are statistically superior to those of individuals with normal abilities in ocular vision. I agree with that. I believe that wholeheartedly that um, people that have difficulty seeing make up for it. You know what I mean? I believe that they, whether you have a loss of sight, a lot, one of your senses, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I believe you make up for it. I mean, look at the boy that's blind and that clicks. Yeah, and he can see I sonar. Mean, I mean, uh, he sees the image of it. The right. outline of it. Yeah, that's pretty freaking amazing to me. I wish I could do that. Um, or you know, or there's also uh, what's it called? Synthidia? No, I think that's Soda, a, not sort of photosynthesis. No. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, there's something where people see colors in words, like the number four might to some people. I mean, things like that, you know, and that's just one thing that, um, uh, that's why I believe we all live in our own world, whatever we believe 
I mean, that probably didn't make any sense. Definitely more coffee, Missy. <laughs> but I know that gnome. I love that gnome, too. Yeah, that. That word. What act it wrote. <laughs> that word. Thank you. I couldn't remember it. Yeah, the senses join together. Synthesia. I'm not even going to. Synthesia. <laughs> there it is in chat, guys. Just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not even going to try. <laughs> but, I mean, my grandmother was blind and knew who was coming up to the door of the house by the sound. She was always right. I used to do that. Why my kids ask Ryan Danielle when they come in here? They, I used to know when they were coming down. The, I used to freak Ryan out. I always had him believing that I had eyes in the back of my head, like parents do, right? We all have eyes in the back of our heads. And he used to sit there and he'd come down the stairs, and I'd be like, "Hi, Ryan." I my back was facing the the stairwell, and he'd be like, "How do you know it's me?" I'm like, "Cause I have eyes in the back of my head." It was all about that. I knew the sound of who made what footsteps coming down. Like my oldest daughter, she had a heavy foot. So I could tell when she was coming down. Or when Ryan, Ryan always walked on his tiptoes. Um, I knew he was coming down the stairs. So it was, you know, it was little things like that. But I'm like, because I have eyes in the back of my head. So many times that I had to lift up my hair, and he's like, well, I can't see them. And I'm like, well, they're closed right now. I don't need them. <laughs> it's the little, you know, the lovely little things we lie to our children about. But, you know. <laughs> All right, let's get through this. I got 10 minutes. Uh, number 12 is Lund University. The ever-progressive Lund University of Sweden is currently involved in a long-term research project investigating states of consciousness and parapsychology. The program aims to find a correlation between hypnic suggestibility and in incidence of psi phenomenon during experiments. This inquiry, inquiry follows previous experience which found that highly suggestible individuals are found to experience a high rate of anomalous experiences such as telepathy and clairvoyance. See, I think, I believe that's what happens in, um, what happens when you go paranormal investigating because of the fact of the group that you're around. If you're around a certain group that's fearful of a place that you're going to, you're going to feel fearful and more demonic or nasty spirits are going to come through. Does that make sense? Um, I believe if you're in a place where, ah, that just happened, and you're around people like that or that are laid back and, like, not fearful of things and stuff like that, you might not have any activity. And our 12, bingo. You got bingo, what? We're playing bingo, and I'm not missing out. I love playing bingo. <laughs> uh, Thirteen. Your tech. 
I totally got that wrong. But university, it's okay. They're out of commission now. 1953 and 2008. The Netherlands. Smell like something burning. No. All right. It's not the heater, is it? No, it doesn't smell like it. The law of attraction. Right, in reverse mode. Exactly. Exactly. You got it. Active. It's awesome that you came on this channel because you got it. <laughs> um, the Netherlands is definitely known for its. You're, you fit right in here. You fit right in here. Um, to produce open-minded thinkers. In 1953, Altrick University in the Netherlands definitely lived up to this reputation, reputation that... It's getting that time, guys. When it was hosted the first international conference of parapsychology. The first ever conference of its kind from July 30th to August 5th. The event, considered to be one of the most critical mo moments in the history of modern scientific, scientific parapsychology, brought together 78 scientists and parapsychologists from 13 countries who lectured and held ex an exciting roundtable discussion. I would have loved to have been there. Who's Taz talking about? The man on, on live stream, you have a smoking spirit behind you. It'd be you. You're the only man on the panel. You don't say panel. Well, I mean, you're on my panel, the man on live stream. Oh, yeah, I guess it would be me. That would be Eddie. And I'm, I'm now, now I'm kind of curious, because all of a sudden it just, like, it smelled like burning wires. Right. And I mean, it just, poof, right there. It's gone now. Yeah. I don't smell it anymore. In 2008, the follow-up Air Trek 2 conference was held where lectures were once again offered by a who's who of the field on subjects such as reality of psi phenomenon, ESP and dreams, field investigations of hauntings and poltergeist activity, self-organized reality, clinical parapsychology, and even psychics as an applied field. And the honorable mention goes to University of Amsterdam, Anonymous Cognition Section, 1990s to present. During the 90s, the University of Amsterdam took on an interesting project in the order to hone in on its students and facilities' empirical research skills. It created the Anonymous Cognition Section, which in addition to making rock star researchers out of its pupils, sought to explore the possibility of anonymous cognitive effects, which is simply parapsychology speak for telepathy, clairvoyance, and precognition. The section was created on the oversight of the university's psychological de department, whereas early in the early 80, 1982 and 86, student-run experiments had been conducted on our university sanction in order to study the possible existence of psi phenomenon. Very interesting, very cool. At least in my eyes. 
Well, active and, and bare both saying that one active says the smell of, of that could be the, the presence of a spirit. And, and bear is saying the thing is just saying hi to you. <laughs> or a sign of his awakening. Yeah, he's Eddie's becoming more and more awakened lately. Yeah, Definitely. Starting to, yeah. But we're we are uh I like to let him awaken on his own. I don't, when it comes to anybody, really, I let them do it on their own. It's a popular Dutch street food freaky. Amsterdam. Because you went to say Amsterdam, but it's not the way you, you said Amsterdam. I know. See, that's what happens when I'm speaking and I'm, it's getting this time. My vocalness like slows down. <laughs> We are going to do that, May. I don't know when we're going to start, but we're going to meditate before. If you're new to the channel, what we did before, we did a story on a guy that used magnets to open up his third eye. And we did the experiments. It was 30 minutes for 30 days. We did it live every day, just about on screen. And um, But now we're going to take it to the next level and we're going to meditate opening up our third eye before we put the magnets on and still do the experiment. So if you come in and you see a headband, a headband on us with the magnets, I got to find the magnets again. You have no idea what to do with them. I know. They're around here somewhere. But <laughs> I got to find them. Um, and that's what it's about. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's very cool, Active. So that's wonderful. He can experience yeah. growth and development with his partner. Well, no, because I think that would be pretty boring, Freaky Geek, if we came on here and started meditating. Right, for a half hour while the show is running and we're not talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be, I think it would be pretty boring. <laughs> and talk about being self-conscious. Yeah, <laughs> I just don't see that. <laughs> we have, and I scared the shit out of Eddie doing that. What's that? The FP's method. Oh, hell. <laughs> he was out in the living room, and he had the speaker, you know, he had the ghost box and the spirit box, and I was in here with these guys asking questions and stuff like that. And when it was done, yeah, remember, Patrick? <laughs> I was blindfolded and, and my, my ears are covered. And, yeah. I went out to stop it and scared the shit out of him. <laughs> Crazy bitch grabbed my fucking leg. <laughs> Freaky, you were in here that night, weren't you? When he, when he was out in the living room, he was blindfolded and had the headphones over his ears and he was on the spirit box. And I was in here with, with the chat asking questions. That's the Estes method. Yeah, we did that months ago. Way long a time ago. Oh, uh, what the fart? I know. What the fart? What did we do? The Estes method. Oh, yeah, that was... That was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. It was right after we watched Hellier. <laughs> yeah. Here, let me grab your leg when you know I'm not coming. <laughs> it was fun. We haven't done the um, Godsfield experiment. I don't have a red light. 
the Godsville experiment freaks me out a bit. I'm not going to lie. I'm not scared of much, but that kind of freaks me out a little bit. <laughs> but, yeah. All right, guys. It's about that time. <laughs> yeah, Patrick. That was funny. I knew it, too. I had said it on, on here. I said, watch, I'm going to scare the shit out of him. I know I am. And not meaning to. Not meaning to. Yep, but she got me. <laughs> that was... <laughs> not going to lie. <laughs> Freaky. Shadow, you and I would make a great pair. You're not scared of much. I'm scared of just about everything. <laughs> That's why you're here. To make it more nice. But see, that's the thing, Taz, is, is I had to buy these little tiny magnets. I wish I could, they were here. Because they won't ship magnets up here in Alaska. I try, I let me tell you, you know what I tried buying? I wanted to get the heavy-duty fucking, what are they called? The fishing magnets? Yeah, the fishing magnets. Yeah, could you see us wearing 10-pound fucking magnets <laughs> over <laughs> I wanted to get the fishing magnets, but they won't send them up here. It's very hard to, um... <laughs> yeah, right? Um, it's very hard to get anything shipped up here when it comes to stuff like that. But I tried. I tried. <laughs> All right, guys. You know what time it is. Get over to D-Live and hype up that chat. I put 200 lemons in the chest. I thank you all for being here. I really do. You guys are awesome. Thank you for such a great conversation today. I had so much fun. They're afraid <laughs> that you'll ship the North Pole quicker than it already is. <laughs> Probably. All right. This is Rice Dad Ben. Hugs to the ladies, this one's to the guys. Stay safe, stay strong. We'll get through this. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you guys for such an awesome show today. I appreciate it. You guys mean the world to me. Nubs, you should make a D-Live. Thank Why you, not? Heather. Thank you, Heather. Excuse me. Thank you guys, each and every one of you, for being here. I'm clicking the chest now. So, if it hasn't popped up, you got 20 seconds. If it hasn't popped up, click on the chest itself, and it should pop up for you. And get the limones. Take care, everyone. Be safe. And remember, find something today that makes you smile with your eyes. We love you guys. Let's see who got the limones. I thank you. That's been a great talk. I feel like it's been a really great talk. Take care, Active. Thanks so much for coming in. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Patrick got 73.6 lemons. Nicole got 42.7. Heather got 31.1. Freaky Geek got 24.9. Ron got 21.0. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Oh, that's awesome. You guys got some lemons. I don't know if anybody else got any lemons in uh, D-Live. Or not. But take care. Be safe, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Is 
Tarot Tuesday, coffee and cards. So come get your tarot card read. <laughs> oh, mean, thanks, Cash. Oh, thank you so much for the ice cream. Freaky geek. Well, thanks. no, I was taking Taz because Taz says I'm coming back to your channel. Thank you, Taz. I appreciate that. Thank you for the ice cream as well. Now, we'll see you tomorrow, Nudge. All right. Definitely, definitely see you tomorrow. Take care, everybody. We will see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Love you guys. Mwah.